All right. Welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest to another ITHSW podcast, a special podcast, the last of our nine special podcasts. Welcome back to Hockey 2020, the NHL version. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And joining us also, our other co-host, Zach Bondran from I believe Chandler, Arizona, but you never know about Zach. So welcome in, guys. Zach, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm hanging in here in Arizona still. <laughs> <laughs> well, 34 days this year of over 110, and it looks like we have at least seven more days, according to the forecast, to continue to break the record. So congratulations on being a part of history. Uh, not the not the type of history I want to be a part of, but that's okay. We can just keep on cruising because Arizona is the best state regardless. <laughs> All right, Paul Hornstein, you want to join in on some 34 uh, days uh, over 110? Do I get to be in January and, and, and December too? Because if that's the case, then I'm in. So, you know, well, you guys can complain all you want, <laughs> but how many times in, I don't know, your lives, Scott, the last 30 years, and Oh, Zach, careful now. Whatever it is, okay? How many times have you turned on the TV in December, January, and February, saw all the news reports about blizzards and snowstorms on the East Coast, and laughed your butts off? So don't give me this, uh, you want to join us for 110? Bring it on, baby. Let's go. All right, that's the way to kick off the show, folks. We got Paul uh, animated and ready to roll. Exciting night tonight because we are, uh, what do we say, about 98% sure of the uh, matchups. We have one game going on right now. It just started the second period in Columbus and Toronto with the Blue Jackets leading one nothing. Otherwise, all the pairings are set for the uh, NHL Sweet 16, I guess is what they're calling it this year because they started with 24, worked it down to uh, 16 teams. So, the uh, original uh, playoff format is about to kick in, uh, if you can call it that, in 2020, which uh, I don't know if we can call anything. Uh, tonight's a special night. We're also giving away three uh, M-Drive prize packs. Um, my man Paul Hornstein has come up with three great questions. Uh, we're going to offer those up throughout the show tonight, and uh, we're going to let you call in. So basically uh, what you need to do is – uh, listen to us live on the app, like hopefully you are right now. Uh, when we read the question and you know the answer, hit one of the green call-in buttons, and uh, our executive producer will put you on with us. If you've got the right uh, the right answer, guess what? There's a great M Drive prize pack coming your way. Okay, gentlemen. Um, Do we know if we're live? Um, we're live. Of course we are. We're always live. Oh, okay. I, well, I just, I don't, I, don't, I just, <laughs> who knows? This is 2020. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. Good point. We are live on at Podbean. So, uh, if you, uh, if you're telling your friends that want to win something, get on there and uh, win this great prize pack. I promise you it's the new M drive start a 30 day supply. It's the shaker, um, mixer for the, uh, M drive start and a nice drawstring backpack backpack, which will uh, have it all in. And we're looking forward to giving them away. Our friends at M drive have been more than gracious to uh, provide us with the product for this month as we welcome back hockey 2020 guys. I challenged you a couple, a couple of weeks ago. I said, we're going to do nine straight podcasts and it, it sounded daunting tonight is day nine. 
Um, I haven't been disappointed. Paul, let's start with you. Disappointed with the action and the results, or uh, is it what you expected or better than what you expected? Disappointed in the podcast or the hockey? The hockey. You're never oh, disappointed okay. in the podcast. No, I, listen, I just want to make Listen, I just want to make sure. I also right? thought he was I, talking about the podcast, too. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. That's my man, Zach, not throwing anybody under the bus right there. I can do that for both of you guys, so no worries. Yeah, well. All right. But, yeah, but also no. about Listen, the hockey. The hockey, for the most part, has been great. I yeah. mean, you know, even some of the games that don't count or didn't count. <laughs> Oh, you mean those exhibition games that they played yes. in advance? Okay. The ex- exhibition yeah. games and those yeah. quote-unquote round-robin games. <laughs> okay. I, I hear but, you. But they've yeah. been great. Yeah. I mean, you had a game that ended that was that, that was won with point uh, – with one-tenth one of a tenth second of a left. Second. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, you know, uh, uh, that's – you're not going to score a later goal than that. <laughs> Not an avid count, that's for sure. You know. Right. Okay, so Zach, your thoughts on uh, on the uh, the NHL return to hockey? I know you're excited just for the hockey to come back, but um, how has the play been in your eyes? Uh, I mean, it's been really good. Um, I, I think we've been saying it all along that this was going to be the best playoffs that we that we've seen, and I think it's lived up to that. Like it's. It's been really good. A lot of close games, a lot of knockdown, drag out, nasty games. Um, and I, I'm happy. I like the way they're going. Um, the matchups, I think, are going to be very interesting. Um, from putting the graphics together, it looks like a lot of us agree on on most of the picks. So um, we'll see. Hopefully there's some upsets in there because that's what I look forward to is, is to see some surprises. Well, listen. If nothing else, the, the the anybody that's listening will know how to make their own picks. Because if we're all going one way, then you sure and heck know that you need to go the other way. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when you see us coming, right? You see us coming, go the other way. Okay, yeah. uh, let, let's break it down this way tonight, guys. Uh, since Paul is out on Long Island and is uh, very familiar with a lot of the East Coast teams, a lot more than Zach and I here in the West. Paul, you take the East Coast matchups. And, Zach, you take the West Coast matchups, and I'll uh, give you my two cents as we go. So, Paul, if you're ready, um, fire away, starting with Philadelphia, Montreal. Who do you like, and and uh, what's going to be the outcome there? It's hard not to like Philadelphia. Carter Hart's playing as well as Carey Price is. I mean, I think Montreal will steal a couple of games here just because that's hockey. But the way Philadelphia is playing, they're completely healthy. Uh, they picked up right where they left off uh, when the season got paused or stopped or halted or whatever word you want to use uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, and it's hard not to like the Flyers. They're, they got Shane Gothisbeer back in their lineup for that third round robin game. Uh, so they're really not missing anybody. The only thing that would be a strike against them is inexperience. And I just don't know uh, if Montreal has enough to stay with them. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to go 
I'm going to pick Philadelphia, obviously, as I've said. I don't remember if I told Zach six or seven games, but uh, it's, it's, it's hard to go against Philadelphia right now, at least uh, with them going against Montreal, who did a great job against Pittsburgh. But you, they would be a real, real Cinderella story uh, if they upset <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia here. All right, so that's the number one seed in the East. Zach, the number one seed in the West is uh, Vegas taking on Chicago. Uh, your thoughts on that series? Um, ah, man, I, I think the conventional pick would be to go with Vegas just because they've been so good. Um, but there's a piece of me that says the Blackhawks are going to tap into something extra like they usually do. Um but I just don't know if they have that Stanley Cup dynasty mentality still in place with everybody that's that's still there. Um, so a high high likely chance that Vegas takes it, but high possibility it also goes seven games. Um, Ooh, you're you're way more optimistic than I am because I have Vegas in four. I don't even think it's going to be close. Really? I mean, I think I mean it could it could be one or two extremes. I think it's going to go seven, or they're going to or Vegas will sweep them because I. I think Chicago's got something there, but I, I don't know. I, I, let let I me think- tell you what Vegas has there. I, they've got three things there. Number one, they've got two great goaltenders, um, great goaltenders. Number two is they've got a balanced attack, as, you, as you've seen throughout this quote-unquote no-count round robin where they, uh, they had uh, all four of their lines kicking in. And here's the big indicator that I've seen – after watching Vegas for three straight years, the uh, the indicator on this one is they've finally picked up an extra defenseman to help them out. It's not Derek Anglin, and I love Derek Anglin, but it's Zach Whitecloud who stepped up uh, in the last later portions of the season before it was paused and seems to have followed right through. And that's where the weakness was for Vegas. So that's why I think um, it's going to be a four-game sweep uh, for Vegas. That's my thought. And it could be, but I also know if I, I mean, depending on who starts in net too, like who's starting for Vegas, because if they start Leonard, I mean, that's his former team. Not to say that they don't, you know, they are going to be able to pick them apart, but (laughs) they've seen them before, you know? Yeah. And, um, was it Dylan cousins who was Chicago's pick for the last draft? I mean, if he gets rolling, I I don't know. It, it could be, um, I could be completely wrong. Kirby Doc, I'm sorry. Um, Kirby Doc. If yeah. Kirby Doc gets going, yeah. So I could be completely wrong, but it's I. I well, think, that's why they play the games, right? <laughs> exactly, that's, and that's also again while I'm on sitting on the kitchen stool and not behind the bench. But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's conventional pick will probably be Vegas. I'd I'd still go Vegas either way. It's just I think I think it could be a good series. Okay, now correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but Tampa Bay is the number two seed in the East, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. and then we don't know if they're going to get Columbus or Toronto right now. Columbus has a one nothing lead uh, midway through the second period. So, Paul, Tampa Bay and Columbus or Toronto, does it matter? Uh, I think it does. Uh, I think especially, so especially when we don't really know what Tampa Bay's health situation is. It would be hard to pick 
Tampa Bay against Toronto and all the firepower they have if Victor Hedman's not playing? Yeah, that's he, a great point. He he uh, was a non-contact injury in the last game, uh, and he didn't come back. This was like midway through the third period, I think it was. Uh, and if it's a high ankle sprain, he's done. And they're yeah, well, already missing his partner. He looked Martin. awful frustrated. I don't know if you saw the video of him smashing I, I, his stick on the uh, tunnel on the way down. Uh, I, I, I did. So uh, th- if, if you're going to talk about uh, uh, whether or not Tampa Bay can win that second-round series, I, I don't know. Uh, honestly, uh, how do you uh, know who to pick in a series like that with the best player on the team in Victor Hedman, and he is the best player on the team. Yeah, uh, this, no this is this is not this it, this is not up for debate. The coach will tell you, and anybody that follows the the, the team will tell you. Okay. But, you know, without him, it, it's hard enough to stop the offense of Toronto when you're healthy. And how are you going to do it when you're missing your top D pair? Right. Those, <laughs> yeah. those guys play 25 to 30 minutes a game. Yep. How are you going to do it without them? All right. So let's, uh, let's move to the West. Um, Columbus you something else is, to add to that? Or? Well, Columbus is not as offensively gifted as Toronto is. But once again, if you're playing without your shutdown deep hair. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Zach, Colorado, Arizona, um, you're struggling with this one. I know you are. I know who you're going to pick, I think. But uh, these are two teams that you like, huh? Yeah, no, it's um, – I think it'll still be Colorado, um, but uh, – and no bias on that one. Like, just – the Coyotes are a good team, but they're also a young team. They're kind of in the situation the Avs were in a few years ago when they had Landis Gog, Duchesne, and they had Mack after they just drafted him. Um, they're young. They're trying to figure out how the playoffs work. They're trying to get their feet set. They got a good goalie now. But I still think that uh, this is going to be an avalanche series. Um, and I, the, the best thing, it, they could – Coyotes could win. Like, it's, it's up for grabs. But I think the best thing would be to go in, get the playoff experience, um, get your young guys as much time as they can. Um, same thing with the avalanche. There's a lot of young guys on that team too. That's why I say it could be a Coyotes series because – those guys don't necessarily know what to expect either. So, um, but I, I think I think it'll be an avalanche series, um, and I, we'll see who the Abs pick for a goalie because uh, Francis had a shutout game and and Grubauer played pretty good. But I, I don't know. We'll see what the coach does. So it'll be a good series, but it'll probably go Colorado's way. Okay, my two cents on that one. I've been saying all along that Vegas and Colorado were easily the two best teams in the West. That yeah. being said, um, I didn't know what to expect from the Coyotes goaltenders because every time they've got red hot, they've gotten hurt. 
Um, Auntie Ranta took a puck to the head in, in a warm-up and uh, has been out ever since, never even stepped on the ice for any of the uh, qualifier round. And Darcy Kemper has been just the opposite. He's been red hot and easily the best goaltender or the hottest goaltender right now in the uh, in the playoffs. So uh, I say I say six or seven games, and I'm going to go with the upset. I think Arizona's going to sneak one out somehow, some way. I would say if it wasn't in the bubble, uh, no way, because uh, Colorado would have the home ice advantage, and I think that would be the difference. But um, anything can happen in the bubble, so we'll see. That's okay, true. So, so that gets uh, us halfway through. Okay, yeah, Paul, you got something uh, to add? If there was going to be an upset in the Western Conference, I would say this is going to be it. But uh, no. Okay. Um, so we're halfway through. Let's do a trivia question and see if we got anybody listening. Paul, I want you to read the one from the uh, uh, the second question you gave me from the East Coast. Let's call it that. You know that well, one, or do you need me to I, read it? No, I, no <laughs> question. I wrote it. <laughs> Okay, fire away, and let's uh, see if we got there anybody else call there, in. There was, there was one that I didn't know the answer to. I had to look up. But <laughs> I, I know the I know I, I wrote the questions. Okay, fire away. Who scored the goal that gave the Islanders their first Stanley Cup? Easy. That's an easy one. I know it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you, if you know the answer to that and you're listening to us right now, it is time to push one of the call-in buttons. Uh, there's a number of them on the app, and uh, if uh, if you've got the correct answer, we'll give you a couple minutes here as we yammer along, and uh, we'll see if we get uh, we get the answer uh, from from our executive producer, and they'll put them online, and we'll go from there. So hopefully, we got somebody listening. If not, we just have more M drive to give away later. So uh, okay. listen, if 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 listen, when you're live, you don't know who might or might not be listening. No, heavens no. No, nope. you know if if we haven't given it away, uh, they can send you uh, a Twitter feed, a Twitter post. Yeah, absolutely. Go to go to at Ice Time SW if we and we'll tell you at the end of the show if they've got uh, been given away or not. So that's the first question: Who scored the the uh, goal to give the Islanders their first Stanley Cup? Okay, Paul. Uh, second half of the uh, Eastern bracket: the number three seed Washington Capitals versus your New York Islanders. Oh, gosh, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> That's why I didn't give you the West. <laughs> well, no, I meant analyzing Islanders' teams. I know. I know you do. Uh, Put um, the analyst hat on and do it anyway. Um, I, I think that the obvious key will be the Islanders staying out of the penalty box. There are very few teams that are as good five-on-five five in the NHL as the Islanders have been over the last two years. They're healthy. Uh, anybody that knows the team knows that a healthy Adam Pellick has made all the difference in the world, made all the difference in the world the regular season. When he got hurt, they were an under 500 team. With him, they had points in 17 straight games. The record is ridiculous with him in the lineup. And without him in the lineup, the, the contrast is stark. Okay. So if the Islanders stay out of the penalty box and Washington's power play is totally dangerous with Carlson, and you know what they're going to do, they're going to they're going to go uh, to the goalie's left side, put Ovechkin on the faceoff dot on that side, and just keep feeding him to puck. 
and he still scores 45 goals a year and gets about 15 power play goals, even if you know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> That's a fact. That is okay. a fact. So uh, if the Islanders can stay out of the penalty box and there's and they compete five on five, they will win the series. If they don't stay out of the box, then they have no chance to win. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they have to go penalty-free every game? No. But if they're getting more than two penalties a game, they're going to have a problem. Yep, good point. Okay, so Zach, you get the uh, number three seed, Dallas versus Calgary. Your thoughts on those two? Um, is Dallas and Calgary three, or is it St. Louis and either way? I'll go. I'll go Dallas and Calgary, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Calgary because um, I, I just have a little more faith in that entire team. Um, I think they are. I think they're best equipped to take down a Dallas team who is a good team, but maybe not compete wise level with the flames. I mean, the flames have, you have Monaghan, you have Goudreau, you have a really potent offense that's going to completely just barrage you and, and shoot as many times as they can. And they also have the defense to back up the stars offense and get them back out of the zone and also put some pucks on the net for them as well. So uh, the Stars are probably going to play a really tight, tough, gritty game, and I just think the Flames are going to have the speed to get around them. Um, And I think the goalies, I think Calgary holds the advantage in the goalie department as well. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think that one and the St. Louis Vancouver series are gonna be best. We have a caller on the line right now. I think he's got the answer to Paul's question. Who do we got on with us? Hey guys, it's Doug. How's it going tonight? It's going good. great, Doug. How are you? Hey, doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, and calling from where? I'm back home in Apple Valley, Minnesota. Oh, Apple Valley, Minnesota, calling us here in the desert southwest. Uh, Doug, for those that don't uh, pay attention, is one of our uh, top listeners, maybe the top listeners. So welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to let you give the answer, and then Paul Hornstein will tell you if you're correct or not. So go ahead. Uh, Who scored the goal to give the Islanders their first Stanley Cup? I believe it was Bobby Nystrom. I'll give that man from the home of Jerry Kuzman. If you're old enough, you'll uh, wow. know what I'm talking about. Uh, that M-Drive Power's Pack. The- oh, fantastic. Uh, Doug, I think I have your address, but uh, if you want to uh, send it to me again, send it to scott at ithsw.org to make sure I can get it out in the mail to you. And uh, congratulations, and thanks for tuning in. All right. Thanks, guys. Hawks and market. Oh, oh, yeah. See, I think it's a possibility. <laughs> okay, now we're time to move on to uh, the the next round, Boston and Carolina. Paul, who you got? Um, I was a big believer in the Bruins, uh, really, until the last couple of weeks. In, in, in watching uh, these games – Unless they are 
they were completely sandbagging people. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I thought they would play better than this. They played better than this before the pandemic hit. They did not look good. Um, neither one of their goalies really looked all that good. Uh, I, I'm still a believer in Zidane Chara and Charlie McAvoy, but they haven't been able to score. And I don't know where their where, where their scoring went and where it's going to come from. Uh, if even without Dougie Hamilton for Carolina in this series, I, I think I'm taking them at six. I know Jeff Walker is going to be angry with me, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff, are you listening? He doesn't care. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll, when he hears this, he'll tell me. Oh, that, yeah, he will. He'll give you um, a yeah. <laughs> uh, But uh, I would uh, – I'm uh, – Zach, I sent it to you. Did I say six or seven? Oh, boy, let's find out. Well, that's all right. Whatever. It, hold on. Hold on a minute, Paul. I'm taking and, and, Carolina. Okay. And, and Zach, let me throw this in. I think I've been outvoted. Everybody wants to do the uh, the games as well as the winners, so I will send you my games after we're done with the show. Okay, that's a little okay. uh, housekeeping online. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Live you online. said six. You said six, Paul, so you took Canes and six. Okay. Well, I'll tell you guys, my two cents worth on this one is Carolina looked to me. They were the first team to eliminate somebody in three straight games. Um, they look like a playoff hockey team. Uh, and by that, I mean they just clamp down on you and, and they don't make mistakes. And if you don't make mistakes in the playoff, that goes a long way. So um, as much as uh, Boston is, has been impressive and, and made it to the cup finals last year, um, I, I'm going with Carolina too. I think it might go seven, but but I'm going Carolina as well. And by okay. the way, let's not forget, because um, I didn't say it in the first go-around here, Carolina has guys with a lot of playoff experience. They were in the oh, Eastern Conference. Yeah, they do. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Uh, they, you know, they, you know, they have guys that have championships. And, uh, you know, you keep waiting for their goaltending to kind of slip and let them down. But they didn't do it last year, really, in the playoffs. They got beat by the Bruins, who just all, just was the better team. Uh, it didn't happen at all in the series against the Rangers. And the Rangers had some some really good opportunities uh, to, 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 to win a game or two in that series and extend it a little longer. But Mrazek came up with the big saves all the time. And you just keep waiting for that to not happen, but it still does. So at some point, I have to open up my eyes and say, Serious cup contender, even though they weren't in the top four? Could be. I mean, if you look at their top team, too, their top line, as far as forwards go, minus them, the rest of their teams kind of looks like an expansion franchise. So if you if they take that mindset of that expansion franchise and cast-offs, you've seen it with Vegas. They could go pretty far. Okay, so uh... – if anybody doesn't know, um, this is going a little longer than a half hour. So before we jump into the last matchup uh, for Zach, let's throw out another question and see if we got anybody else uh, tuning in. So here goes uh, one from Paul as well. Paul, give us that Coyotes question that you came up with and see if anybody else can use Google to find the answer. <laughs> Here's Well, yeah, well, 
Somebody had to besides me. Uh, Seth might have known it off the top of his head, but uh, I was uh, I had to look it up because I had no idea. Okay, uh, fire away. Who was, who was the first ever draft pick of the Coyotes, who were the Phoenix Coyotes back then? So he was the original, the first player in the organization not to have so, played for anybody else in, in any other location. So would that the, have the been Coyotes 97, first draft 97 draft? Is that what you're thinking? Or? Well, you got to look it up. I, I, oh. I might have thought you'd give you the answer <laughs> otherwise. Okay, well, let me complete it the way you wrote it. Who was the first draft pick for the Coyotes after they relocated to the Valley? which is the Valley of the Sun here in Phoenix, Arizona. They were then the Phoenix Coyotes. So if you know that answer, we've got a prize pack waiting for you. Um, we'll give you a little time as Zach gives us his uh, breakdown on St. Louis, Vancouver. Um, oh, I'd love to say Vancouver in this situation. This is going to be – I think it's going to be St. Louis. Um, but I really would love to see Vancouver take a, a nice a nice run at them. Um, I think they're a really young, talented team. Um, but it's St. Louis is the defending champions. There's something to say about that. And they basically they didn't have to disintegrate their roster. They're pretty much the same. They're coming back as usual. So um, it's probably going to be St. Louis. I would love to see Vancouver really take it and, and run with it and, and um, just make a nice cup run out of it. But uh, if you look at if you look at St. Louis, really potent offense all the way down to the fourth line. Anybody can put a puck in the net. Uh, their defense is going to stifle you and just kind of wear you down. Uh, goalie situation, not uh, that's probably going to be their backbone. Their Blues are going to they's going to backbone the Blues. Uh, Jordan Bennington, and then. Um, Gosh, Vancouver, I really think they've got a potent offense. I'm just not quite sure if their defense is going to be able to do the same to um, um, to St. Louis. So I think the edge goes to goes to St. Louis in this one. Okay, I, I agree with you on that. I think if there's any way that Vancouver wins, it's because they get more uh, power play opportunities because – that power play, the best I've seen in the NHL in a number of years. Uh, there's so much yes, talent, yeah. so much speed, uh, so much precise passing. Uh, it, it's scary every time they get on the power play. So if they get more power play opportunities and, um, you know, they don't put themselves in bad situations, don't make dumb rookie mistakes, if you want to call it that, that could be the upset, Vancouver over St. Louis. But I think right now I'm saying St. Louis as well. Okay, let's take a quick break. Let's get uh, some of our uh, sponsor, sp sponsors. How about partners involved? And let's come back and see if we've got a, uh, a winner in a trivia question, and then we'll recap things uh, by talking about our two teams here in the desert southwest. So we'll be back in about three minutes. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game and style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. 
thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving, like the new E450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and SUV sale. Voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona by Ranking Arizona, we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at bellford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to bellford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refine your prime with M-Drive. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit ease. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best-tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. All right, we're back with you on another special ITHSW podcast. Uh, welcome back to Hockey 2020, the NHL version. Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona. Zach Bondrand in Chandler, Arizona, and Paul Hornstein from that beautiful palatial estate on Long Island, New York. Um, okay, so we, we broke down all of the teams. We still won't have a, a winner on the Coyotes question yet, so that one will go up for the uh, 
the, um, uh, I guess, Twitter, if uh, nobody calls in before the end of the show. Uh, let's break down, guys, if we can, just uh, in the next 15 minutes or so, uh, the two teams that obviously we cover here in the desert southwest. So, uh, Paul, I know you see it from long distance. Zach and I are a little bit closer, but your thoughts on Arizona first. Well, the Coyotes obviously will depend on their goaltender uh, more than anybody else in the second round. Uh, I know that sounds like a cop-out, but he's going to have to play as well as he played against Nashville for the Coyotes to keep up with the firepower that Colorado has between uh, Gabriel Landeskog and Nate McKinnon and you have Kale McCarr, who, you know, we saw in college a little over a year ago, absolutely uh, has played, if not as well, almost as well as Quinn Hughes has in Vancouver, uh, coming in as very young defensemen. Uh, they skate like the wind, and they have firepower all up and down that lineup. Uh, not that the Coyotes – don't have guys that can score, but they're not as offensively gifted from top to bottom as Colorado is. So Darcy Kemper is going to have to have a 930 or a 935 save percentage again in this round in order for the Coyotes to advance. Uh, a little harder to do over a seven-game series. Uh, if he faces 50 shots a game, and I know that there are, there have actually been some people that I've seen on the NHL Network that uh, give the Coyotes a, a, a fighting chance in this series based on the way they play team defense. And obviously uh, that helped Kemper's save percentage, but they're going to have to do that again in order to have a chance in this series. If you see Colorado getting uh, more sc scoring chances than you're used to seeing with the Coyotes, then you know they're going to have a problem a high-quality scoring chances. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Zach, your thoughts on Arizona? What do they have to do to uh, to beat your team? Um, Kemper's going to have to stand tall. Um, he's going to have to stand on his head. Um, it, I mean, it, in playoffs, it always comes down to the goalie, it seems like. He's going to have to be very, very um, – he's going to be very good. The defense, they're going to have to play really tough – mean hockey because those guys are going to come flying into the zone and I think putting a body on them at first chance is going to help them out a lot um, not taking penalties because abs have got a really strong power play um, they're going to move quick uh, so as long as your guys the the younger guys can stay poised um, they can pull it off so uh, strong solid Kemper goaltending uh, discipline and just remaining calm and playing Coyotes hockey. I think I think could do it for him. Okay, let me uh, quickly give you two of my two cents worth on that. Um, Arizona, as we all know, has faced adversity forever. Uh, Seth wrote a great call um, a couple of weeks ago about the adversity they're facing, and and they uh, are trying to use adversity uh, to propel them uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That will only take you so far, but uh, come on. Uh, since the pandemic, they've lost their uh, the president and CEO. They lost their general manager. Um, 
and yet they're still moving on. Uh, Acting general manager Steve Sullivan is doing a fantastic job, and I know he's getting uh, lots of recommendation from the inside to become the full-time general manager, so we'll see what happens on that. Um, Rick Tockett uh, is a winner, and he's trying to create a winner. Um, So what do the the Coyotes have to do in my estimation? Just like you guys said, they need strong goaltending, they need to stay out of the penalty box, and they cannot afford five- and ten-minute lapses at any point in any game if they want to be in this playoff uh, longer than the first round. Okay, um, let's start with Paul again on Vegas. Paul, I know you see them from long distance. I see them much more uh, closer than you do, but give us your thoughts on Vegas and what you've seen so far via the television. Well, they are a deep team. Uh, George McPhee, when he built this team a couple of years ago in the expansion draft, uh, made a lineup of of basically second and third line players that have all gotten expanded responsibilities. So these were not guys that were really bottom three or or in the old days when they had expansion draft guys who couldn't play anymore. And he fleeced a lot of other general managers and built a really good roster. And then they added a guy like Mark Stone, who is one of the best two-way players in the league. And then uh, you brought up Zach Whitecloud. I would say that Alex Martinez from the Kings is just as good a pickup and adds a lot more playoff and championship experience. Uh, The irony of them trading for Robin Leonard at the trade deadline Obviously, they got him because the Blackhawks had no idea at the time they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> and, and I totally okay. agree with you regarding Alex, Alex Martinez, uh, uh, Paul. The, the, uh, I guess what I was saying was when they got Martinez, um, he, he was a need, no doubt about it. And they were still, in my estimation, lacking that one uh, defensive player that uh, – in addition to Martinez. So I think Martinez was the first step. I think Zach Whitecloud has jumped in to become the second step. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of guys competing for that second defensive spot or that last defensive spot, and Whitecloud uh, stepped up and took it. So um, I like Vegas. I said Vegas and Colorado, to me, are the two best in the West, and, and I really like what they're doing. I think Pete DeBoer now has had some time to work with his guys. They're getting Max Pacioretty back. Max is uh, now in the bubble and is practicing and is expected to play in the first game of the first round. So what that does to the lineup, who knows, but we'll find out. Okay, Zach, you're well, shot we'll at... make it deeper. Yeah, absolutely, but you can only play so many guys. So who do you bump okay. out and who That's do you okay. bump out and then what do you do? Tell um, me a coach that doesn't want that problem. No, no. I, everybody wants that problem. I'm just saying, like, you know, do you mess up the chemistry right now and put Max back in there? Um, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. It's the same thing in the goaltending. I mean, Robin Leonard has been stellar since he came over to Vegas. Do you put him in and uh, and, and let him and ride him, or do you go back and forth with uh, Flurry, or do you go with Flurry? I don't think nobody knows yet. Zach, your shot on Vegas. Yeah, I mean, uh, the goalie situation is what I think is most interesting um, because Leonard played yesterday. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he played against the Abs, right? He did, yes. Okay, so so 
consciously or unconsciously, the coach said, I'm going to go every other game. And he said that knowing that that game is going to be the last one they play before they go into elimination stuff. And I think he knew that Colorado is probably going to be their, their biggest competitor in those exhibition games. So it'll be interesting to see if he goes with Leonard because he gave them Colorado and they won. They put up three on him, but I mean that's it's it's that's gonna happen. They're a really good team. So that's gonna be the most interesting part. And as far as the lines go, I mean look at the line combinations. You probably don't want to mess with the second line with Marsha Show, uh Stastny, Riley from there on. So the guy that's probably gonna be bumped is at Chandler Stevenson, and he's probably gonna put Patsy right in there with Carlson and Stone. And I I mean, yeah, no coach wants that, but even if – or what coach doesn't want that depth issue? But um, I think I'm with, with Scott a lot, and you don't want to mess with the chemistry. And having that second and third line chemistry, I think, still puts you in a really good position to see how you go game one. Well, if you're I with think... Scott, then you know you're wrong, Zach. So it's just <laughs> – Okay, so, so Zach, the, the peanut gallery, throwing peanuts out there. Um, but my thought on that is I, I don't know if it will be Stevenson because it's Stevenson or, or uh, Nick Cousins, and they both played really well. But I know Stevenson really solidified himself when they got him, um, and it really became a big part of the team. And I don't think you mess with that fourth line because I think uh, Ryan Reeves, Nosek – and uh, William Carrier are uh, they're just dynamic together, and I don't think you touch them. So it's either going to be Nick Cousins or, or Stevenson, but uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it were Nick Cousins that got bumped and uh, Pat Shorty got moved in. But, yeah, he's definitely going to play with Stone when he comes back, whenever that yeah. may be. And, and we'll have to see how healthy he is because nobody really knows, at least not to my knowledge, what was wrong with him. Or even okay. to the point of just bump Cousins and put Pacioretty in that third line and, and see how that goes for a little bit. I mean, I don't yeah, know. It'll be interesting. There's this options. Is, yeah. And as far as the goaltender, I'm going to guess, and this is this is purely a guess. I don't have any inside information on this, but I got to think it's Flurry because it's Chicago. Um, I think they're going to save Leonard uh, a game, maybe two games, before they put him in there because I don't think they want to expose him to Chicago um that's just my thought uh i know our good friend mike up at jesse ray's barbecue was praying for a, a, a malcolm suban and and leonard face off and i said just keep wishing buddy because i don't think you're going to see those two at least not in the first couple of games of this matchup but uh shout out to mike and the great barbecue up there at, uh, at jesse ray's barbecue and also to that new baby girl stella too so um gotta shout out the partners when we got them all right the uh, third and final question for today was came up again by uh, by our great co-host Paul Hornstein. Paul, give us the Golden Knights question you came up with. Hi, this is a, I actually remember this. So, um, who, <laughs> so do I. Well, because <laughs> I, you funny. know it, it was. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't have to Google this. Um, who was, was the, the first, first player they signed? Yes. He's the I first player they signed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and does anybody remember, or is it just me that remembers him in T-Mobile Arena, and they did a lot of uh, promotional stuff with him? He was playing uh, uh, with the soccer ball by himself because he had no teammates at the time. <laughs> now, I remember who it is. Uh, he was on the roster before there was a roster, basically. Uh, okay, so that's the question. Who was the first player signed by the Golden Knights uh, when they came into existence uh, just a few years ago, 
if you know the answer to that one, we're going to give you a couple minutes as we quickly uh, recap and tell you what's going on the rest of the week um, here on ITHSW podcast. But um, do we actually know what's going on? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're uh, that's good. At least one of us knows. <laughs> We're rocking and rolling because tomorrow night we have Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Zach and I will be joining you with um, a, a third appearance. But this guy, as far as I'm concerned, can stay with us all forever. Uh, Steve Pott, been with the uh, assistant coach of the Tucson Roadrunners and with the uh, Arizona Coyotes, going to join us again because, uh, in his words and my words, we don't want to jinx what's going on. So <laughs> Steve Potman will be back with us. Zach and I will also be talking about the uh, the NHL draft lottery phase two or whatever they're calling it right now. So that'll be interesting. Um, Tuesday night, Paul and I uh, will be back. and We've got a great guest. We're going to bring in Sean Hogan. Paul, where's Sean Hogan from? College Hockey Inc. Oh, good. Where did, Where was he before that? I have no idea. <laughs> Ohio University. Where was he before that? Your guess is as good as mine because as far as I know, that place doesn't exist. (laughs) The University of Arizona. So you'll want to tune in on Tuesday when we bring Sean Hogan on from College Hockey Inc. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, we're still working on Wednesday night. It's going to be a good one, though, I promise you, on Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. So that's the way we're laid out for the uh, the rest of this upcoming week. Of course, games get started, I believe, Tuesday. Haven't seen the official schedule yet, but we'll be looking forward to uh, to that as well. And um, if you want to get a real meltdown, just hang around tomorrow night for uh, if the Edmonton Oilers should happen to get the uh, number one overall pick and see what my co-host says about that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There are – Zach, you have to trust me on this, okay? Uh, there's already about ninety-five thousand conspiracy theories. <laughs> Ping pong balls, frozen envelopes. Yeah, there's. If they, yeah. God, if they do it, man, that's just that's that's highway save robbery. It, save it, save it, save it, <laughs> save it, save it. Because we could do that for about four teams, Zach. So save it. So and I'm, wait I'm to see go what happens. I'm going to go ahead and say the teams that I would love to see have it would be the New York Rangers or Florida Panthers. I think uh, that just gives... say no. Just say <laughs> God, you, you got to give them, got to give them blue shirts. I don't have to give them anything. <laughs> Fine, go with the Panthers then. Give it to the Panthers. I mean, I mean, listen, it's not the Flyers. And it, I, is I, there I, any way? Is there any way the Buffalo Sabers could get into that, guys? Well, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. They, they trade. No, I have to go look at the they're list. Done. They're done. No, okay. they're. I think, um, yeah, they're out. I, I yeah, so they, that it out has to be. It has that, to be one of the eight teams that got eliminated yeah. this week. Um, yeah. We won't. I, I don't have. I. I won't. Out of respect, because I don't want anybody to get mad at Scott or Zach. Uh, <laughs> here's use my nickname for Philadelphia. So. Um, <laughs> Love the Flyers. Gritty. Come on. How could you yeah, hit a okay. team that's got a mascot like Gritty? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's just say they're a little lower on my list than the, the team you just mentioned in Manhattan. So, All right. So here's, here's my prediction, guys. If Toronto loses tonight, and right now they are still trailing, um, Austin Matthews, say hello to your new teammate. Somehow, Toronto oh, don't even get that dude. Uh, once somehow, again, save it, it, save it, save it for tomorrow. 
Save that, it for tomorrow. Ooh, save that it. Be so interesting. By the time we jump save on, it'll be, it. it'll be yes, revealed. Yes, that's the point. Yeah. Okay. So what? That would be so that's interesting the point. because now you free no. up. Now you have Lafreniere, and now okay, now can you listen, go Marner? Do I do I have to listen? Go back and watch the go back and watch stuff from the 2002 playoffs. Okay, and those cheap shot artists from the hockey media capital and <laughs> bring it on baby so uh you know it, and i can go back to 1977 or 78 and lanny mcdonald in game seven in overtime i think it was might have even yeah i think it was 78 so uh let's go uh they're 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 a little they're a little low on my list too so let's just save it for tomorrow. Let me let's let me tell you this first, first, Zach. Just let me tell you this: <laughs> Columbus won, Toronto zero, starting the third period. And during the intermission, I just witnessed seven or eight grade A scoring chances by the Leafs, and none of them went in. They either hit the goaltender, hit the pipe, or went wide, but uh, they didn't score on seven or eight grade A chances. And I mean grade A chances from guys like Marner, Matthews, Tavares. I think there's nine. Uh, shots between those three already through two periods. So, um, well, they hit two posts never in the first period. I didn't get to see the yeah. second period, obviously, because we're <laughs> right. on here. But the first period, they hit at least two posts. Yeah, yep, I agree. Okay, so Paul, you're going to join us tomorrow night too, right? Uh, so we have well, I'll, uh, I'll an give extra you a body for a little while. Okay, I'll give you a few minutes. Okay, so Zach, we got uh, <laughs> we got Steve Popman and we got uh, um, Paul coming with us tomorrow. So. Uh, it's going to be a sure busy day because we'll, cause we'll know sure the – uh, sure it's what? a good idea with Podvin being down in Tucson? Is Paul? You have to recognize that Tucson is at an actual city and it exists. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, uh, can, can I, I guess I can take a different stance on this because it's not College Hockey Southwest Weekly, but no, I don't. I don't have to do any of them. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll, 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 we'll take the Long Island connection, but we won't bring that up either. So, uh, <laughs> fair enough. But, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I, I was asked to come on for a few minutes and rant about the draft lottery. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and I totally understand the superstition. The <laughs> hockey players are very superstitious. And, so I can totally understand why Steve wants to come back on. And sure, why we're not, not? We're not messing with anything. Let's put it that way. Okay, um, <laughs> so that'll wrap it up. We've got two questions that I will put back out there. So there's still two M-Drive prize packs available uh, that will go on our Twitter account. So go to Ice, at IceTimeSW uh, to give your answers and see if you can win yourself a nice M-Drive uh, prize pack. Congratulations to Doug, who uh, got the first one. And uh, we'll be sending his pack out to him as well. Uh, Paul, take it away, and let's uh, let's wrap up uh, nine great episodes of Welcome Back to Hockey 2020. Where the heck did it go? Oh, there it is. Wow, there's too much stuff here. There's just too much stuff on my desk. All right. Welcome back to Hockey 2020 on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. It's brought to you by Bell Ford, the presenting partner of the Sunday Special. It's summertime. Hockey is back. Go to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and check out the summer truck and SUV sale. Go to bellford.com. Get the bar stocked for your playoff run with Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com 
and find the bottle that suits your needs. Buy Summer Skates. Show off your playoff passion and style with koozies and summer shoes, either personalized or with your favorite player's name and number at summerskates.com. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Call them at 1-702-541-5546. Congratulate them on the new family member. Championship taste for a championship run. JesseRay'sBarbecue.com. And by M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You. Trying to watch all the games? It's M-Drive for energy, stamina, and recovery. M-DriveForMen.com. Welcome back to Hockey 2020. And all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to Hockey 2020. And all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. All right. Well done. Uh, one final shout out to our executive producer, Terry Strandy, doing a great job from Minnesota. Uh, not just babysitting, but also uh, taking care of everything for us on the back end here. And what a great job she's done. She put up a great uh, feature today, the M Drive feature, uh, What Drives You with uh, Zach Reese uh, uh, talking about officiating. So great one. If you uh, go to the website or get to YouTube or Ice Time SW and check it out. Um, we'll have more coming up. We'll also have a new Sunday special coming up next Sunday. So for Zach Bondurant and Paul Hornstein, Scott Sandy saying goodnight with a little De Niro from Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. We'll talk to you tomorrow, folks. Have a good night. <laughs>